before we start this episode, we're going to bring you over to a commercial. That way, you can listen to the rest of the episode with no commercial interruptions. Thanks for listening. Hey there, this is Matt. And Sam. And this is Peace, Love, Grapefruit. The podcast that has nothing to do with grapefruit. Hi, grapefruits. Hello, grapefruits. Hello, Matt. Hello, Sam. I switched it up. I said hi to the grapefruits first this week. That's fine. I get it. I mean, they're the reason why we're here. I mean, we're here for each other, but you get it. They're the reason for the season. (laughs) The reason for the season, and that is July. Mm Mm-hmm. Christmas in July. Why not? Why not? I haven't done anything to celebrate Christmas in July, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it, too. I I really like it. I think it's a cool thing. I I don't really know or understand why it started or where it came from. I think it's Hallmark Channel was like, we gotta, we have so many movies and we want to just crank out all this great content. We need a reason for doing that in the summer. And mm-hmm. they picked July. Yeah, I have no idea why. I'm going to tell I you. I could have looked it up. Okay, good. I was like, I could have looked it up, but I didn't. Christmas in July is an unofficial holiday. The term originated from the fact that the Southern Hemisphere, uh, that in the Southern Hemisphere, Christmas is actually celebrated in the summer. Residents from that area throw Christmas celebrations in July, as that is the peak month of their winter season. That makes sense. I could have probably put two and two together and figured that out. And, uh, that makes sense. I guess us Northerners uh, decided we needed to get in on that mm-hmm. we had to take it we had to take it yep. like you know we do everything else we're like you as want computer if... shorts we want those <laughs> as if australia didn't have enough to worry about with the giant snakes and tarantulas they combat with and the kangaroos that punch people yep. we have to now also take their holidays yep. even though we already have one mm-hmm. it doesn't matter I wonder if they do Christmas in December and they're like, even though it is in December, but like they just. Maybe. Do they have a summer Christmas? I don't know. We'll have to ask them. Get Taika Waititi on the phone. Yeah. Where is that guy? He's from New Zealand. He could tell us. Yep. Christmas in July. All right. Well, no, I don't celebrate it, but. Today is very hot, so it would be nice to cool off. I turned off my air conditioner because it's really close to where I'm recording, and so I didn't want it to pop off. Pop off. Yeah, I... Oh, my God. I made the screen too big, and now I can't. (laughs) Great Brutes. The struggle is real sometimes because I double-clicked something, and all of a sudden it was just Matt's mustache. Nothing else. Just, it, it somehow zoomed the window where it was just Matt's mustache across nice. my entire screen. <laughs> nice. Yep. Very nice. Uh, on my way down to New York, uh, because I am recording this week and for the next couple weeks. From in Yonkers. In Yonkers from my parents' house as I'm visiting. Uh, on my way, I stopped at a mobile station on the side of the road in Fairfield, Connecticut. And I got a compliment on my mustache. The guy checked me out at the register. He checked, he checked me out. He didn't yeah. check me out. <laughs> no, he checked me out. He, like he, he's, he scanned my items mm-hmm. and he used the cash register 
And he went, doop, 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 doop. This is how much you owe. And I swipe my card. He checked me out in that sense. But then at the end, he goes, I dig that mustache, by the way. And I said, thank you. I'm going back to my car to drive. Because I was at that point, I was stuck in traffic for like four hours. So I was like, I need to go. Yep. But it was very nice. That is yeah. nice. So nice. every time I like second guess the stash choice, mm-hmm. someone pulls me back in. Pull so. you back in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Will you grow back the beard for winter time for your <sighs> or do you think you're gonna just like get, you know, like a neck gator or something? I'm gonna fuck it a neck gator. Um <laughs> <laughs> came to mind. I like I run warm. I don't know. I thought about it. I think originally when I just shaved to the mustache, I was like, yeah, I'll probably like do seasonal stuff. But then I remember how much maintenance the beard was and how much less maintenance this mustache is. And I'm like, maybe I'll just keep it. Because I could. it's so thick that I could easily still put those beard bells in there. I could put, I could have stash bells. You could, you could also put some, run them through your hair. Of course, that's the only thing I thought about, too, where I was like, if I don't grow the beard, yeah. where am I going to put the bells? But then I was like, solution, stash. So yeah. I don't know. I might just, this might just be a look I'm going to rock for a while. I haven't just fully decided yet. Um, maybe I will just to change it up for a little bit, see what people say. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at a picture today, funnily enough, of me when I had the full beard and I had buzzed my head. And I was like, wow, I look nothing like that right now. So. We'll see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more. Um, definitely. I I look forward to all of the stash updates. The looks, the looks of Matt Racine, the looks of the Matt many, Racine. Many looks of Matt Racine. That could be a new show on Disney Plus. It could be. Well, I'll tell you, it'd be better than the Secret Benedict Society. Oh, it's serious. Terrible. It's called. That show, man. I had such high hopes. I know. It's not It's not that it's bad, and I'm going to keep watching it, because I just am. Obviously. Like, I need to know what happens, and I will watch a second season, because I just am like that. And I don't hate it. I will say, hot take, I'm going to give slight credit where some slight credit is due. I do think that although the actress who plays Kate Weather, Weatherhall or Weatherall or whatever is terrible. Um, I do think that somehow there were some nuanced performances in the last episode. There was one point where she whispered something, and I was like, that was great. Like, that was really good. Yeah, it's a volume thing. That's what it is. Her volume is always, like, up. I know. I was like, what was this, a Cardi B song? Up? It could be. She could could be just, like, that's that's her uh, creative choice. Just not a choice I agree with. So this episode was okay. I felt like nothing happened. It was it was boring. Yeah. But next episode seems exciting. I don't know. Also, what is what is the this guy doing to these children? Like he's like luring them into a secret cave and then like making them whisper subliminal messages out into the world and creepily staring at them while they do it. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I think you nailed, you nailed it. That's Disney. exactly what he's doing. <laughs> Disney, what goes on here? Um, That's exactly what he's doing. Disney, you got some splaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? A little creepy. Um, yeah, so I'll keep watching it because at this point I'm like in, I'm into the thick of it. 
So I will. Right. I'm too invested now. You're too far into the woods. Yep. For nothing else, I'm here for Christian Shaw and I'm here for the guy who plays Milligan, who is very funny. Absolutely. And I love the little girl who plays Constance. I laugh every time she speaks. Yes. She's great. Um, The girl who plays the bully is great. The -hmm. woman who used to be the teacher or Rennie, Mm -hmm. um, she is good. Can I tell you my prediction without having read the books or knowing anything about this show? And I certainly did not Google. So if if I'm right, I'm right. I think he's secretly his mom. (gasps) Oh, that's good. That's a good theory. That's a very good theory. I don't know. Like maybe she had to somehow give him up. And that's why she's like keeping tabs on him and like making sure he's smart and like learns languages. Mm -hmm. And she comes and visits him every week. I don't know. That's a good idea. I'm just thinking maybe. Well, speaking of plot theories that someone got right. I don't want to give it too much away, but for those grapefruits who listened to last week, in terms of the Loki finale, yep. I was correct on he what I called. Correct. He was correct, and you know what? I called it literally the night before Loki finale aired. I called it, and I was like, when it happened, I was like, <gasps> I couldn't scream because it was really early when I watched it the next day, so I didn't want to disturb people in my apartment building. But yeah. I was like, <gasps> I got it. Yeah, I. I thought that you were going to be right only because you said that Jonathan Majors was in it. And I was like, oh, and then you said what the character was. And then I have no frame of reference. So it didn't matter to me anyway. Like, it wasn't a spoiler because I didn't, I don't know who this dude is, but I will say that Jonathan Majors, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I thought he did an amazing job in that role. Don't know. I don't know what the role is supposed to be. So I don't know if he's supposed to be this kind of like, Weirdly unstable, like laughing, then serious, then right. like a Joker kind of character. Yes. But um, but I thought he did it really well. And also, being that we just watched him in Lovecraft Country, I like appreciate his range. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I just thought that maybe his character would have come up because his character is going to be in Ant Man and the Wasp, the mm-hmm. next Ant Man movie. So I thought, okay, well, I know his character has a connection with Loki. I thought maybe they might bring him in. It, I will say, like, I was actually sort of surprised that it was him. Mm-hmm. Because what a, like, like in the final episode, like, you're throwing this curveball. Well, not really, but, like, it is kind of a curveball to have this new person come in at the last minute. But um, sure, sure. I was super excited. I agree with you. I thought his performance, anyone who can do something like that where it's kind of like this unhinged performance and do it so well. And mm-hmm. on top of that, being new to a cast with these some characters who have been there and some actors who have been there for so long, um, I totally applaud him. And he was so great because it was so different from his other character, right, from Lovecraft mm-hmm. Country. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm so excited to see what comes uh, next, especially because we know... Uh, again, without getting too much into it, like we know it's not going to be this version of him that's coming in. It's going to be a different one. So I'm excited to see what he does in in this new version. So, uh, yeah, I was I was super impressed with his performance and just the finale overall. I mean, like Tom Hiddleston's performance, like in in the room at the end was like it was it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. It was emotional. It was phenomenal. So. 
and I'm just so excited that like now we have this new this new nuanced version of Loki that we just never got before. He was just always the villain. Like he had different qualities to him, but not like this, certainly. Like he's so human now. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see that come out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I liked it a lot. But was it always intended to be two seasons? Or I have no idea. I thought it wasn't. So when they announced that at the after credit, I was like, I am here for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's that's always my problem, and you know this, that you know, one of my many problems in life is that I want things besides the scoliosis. besides the the faux scoliosis the foliosis, um, is that I literally always want more when I like something. So I think that's a human thing. Like most people are like, yeah, I ate a chocolate cupcake. I want more chocolate cupcakes. But like. Not me. I'm like, I love that so much. I want nothing more. I'm just kidding. Except for if it's Teddy Grahams and then you eat the whole box. (laughs) No. (laughs) Never. Never Um, again. Yeah. So I, I just want more of WandaVision. I want more Loki. I don't really care to see more Winter Falcon. I think that ship has sailed. It's, it was an I'm episode. okay with their I'm okay with seeing more of their characters. I don't need a yes. series. Yeah. Yes. I don't need more of the series. That's exactly what I meant. Yeah. No, I like their characters a lot. Um I after watching, I said this last week, after watching um whatchamacallit, Black Widow, I think I also I'm happy that they're, I'll I'll rephrase, I'm happy that they are touching on the darker side of things. Like, we're getting more backstory of the villains, Mm -hmm. and I'm happy that it's building to that, like, with Valentina and, Mm -hmm. like, all of those kinds of things. And I always love villains. I don't know why. I'm just fascinated by them. Not, like, serial killer real-life villains, because I hate those, those kind, but I mean, like, Disney villains and villains and like just villains in general they're much more interesting much more complex characters and especially with our background like having um roles and doing things villains are always the conflicted character or the ones Mm -hmm. that have meaty stuff and Mm -hmm. so they're more fun to play or or explore yeah than just you know like a damsel in distress or like you know right now what i will say is is that marvel and disney more so marvel obviously they do a better job layering their characters in general. So all of them have interesting. Right. Some of the heroes are really anti-heroes or they're, yeah. or they were a villain perhaps if you want to classify right. that way. But um, so it's interesting. And and that's yeah. like Loki too. Like now we're seeing, like you said, a more human side to him. And that's nice to see when you kind of in your head are like, oh yeah, Loki's a villain. Right. Like, yeah. Know. Even though I want to say I never really considered him your typical like villain. He's more of like a tortured little brother, <laughs> like you know, yeah, like, who was just like I don't know, felt yeah. slighted his whole life. I feel like. Yeah, I think since Ragnarok, it's like changed. I think in yeah. in first two Thor's and then obviously the first Avengers. I think like yeah, they made him out to be that villain. And who knows, like, if they already had this planned at that point, because kudos to them, um, because it's it's cool. They also never made him, I think Marvel's done a good job, like, never making him... Die? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, they kept him alive. But no, like not making him one note, you know? Yes, yes. Because I feel like, I and I don't know this to be true or not, because I don't read comic books, but I just would imagine that like on paper, a lot of these characters are very flat. You know, like yeah. they're like... Like literally flat. Like literally they're flat, but also like they're... paper. <laughs> they, they're just like, oh, this is the one who's against this this hero is against this villain and this right. is their arch enemy and blah, blah, blah. Right. And like, you know, when you realize that they're more layered and they have some humanity to them. Um, mm-hmm. but I think Loki's always had humanity to him. You know, he's always yeah. somewhat conflicted. I mean, like if you look at his relationship with his mom and like even his mm-hmm. relationship with Thor, you know, yeah. in a lot of ways, I don't think he blamed Thor for any of the way he was treated. It was more yeah. Odin's fault. Or his own parents for just, like, you know, being, like, peace. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I'm excited that there's going to be season two. Me too. excited to see where we go from here. But now that Loki is done, it's like, uh, Now I have no Marvel content until Shang-Chi. I know. And that's not until, like, September. I know. What are we going to do for two months? Watch I think Eternals stupid. is, like, November. I know. We're just gonna have to watch the stupid Benedict show. Uh, the, the mustard mysterious Benedict. I don't know. I was trying to make something funny and it didn't happen. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I got it. Yeah. Speaking of September and waiting till the fall for waiting. Things, yes. Go on. This segue. The fall is quickly approaching and i feel like this summer in the fall say you fall for me do you, remember, do you know where that song's from i'll be yours in springtime uh the oh. best classic of michelle pfeiffer was in it the sequel no one asked for grease 2 <laughs> oh that's why i don't know i've never seen grease 2 actually you should it's great no one asked for it and it happened yeah I think I tried to watch it once, and then I was like, I don't need to watch this. Maybe when I come visit, we'll watch Grease 2. Can we also watch Stubby Pringles? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, we should make a list. We we'll should. make a list. And when Nick is working, we'll just watch the movie. We'll just watch movie. all the crap. Grapefruits, get ready for like We'll a sit six- in the dark and watch movies. Yeah, get ready for like a six-hour <laughs> podcast episode to make up for all the weeks that we missed, because... There's going to be so much content. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't even know. Exactly. Um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, Matt is coming to stay with Nick and I for a few days in August, so next month, and we mm-hmm. have all of the things planned that we're going to do. Not really, but... Not really. Just Stubby Pringles. <laughs> stubby Pringles, Mario Party, Pizza, Harry okay. Potter Store. <laughs> Hanging with Lucy, Harry Potter yeah. Store, just yep. a bunch of things. Exactly. Matt might help me organize a closet. I don't know. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Absolutely, I love organizing. I don't. Okay. I see. Here's the weird thing about me. I am. A very, I am a very everything. Yeah, I am a very clean person. I don't like germs. I like things to be disinfected, sanitized, clean, and neat. And I like to color code things. And I, so in a lot of ways, I also have to check things all the time, like the stove and under my bed and my closet and like all kinds of weird things. 
But that doesn't stop me from also, like, I have the OCD tendencies in those regards, but that doesn't stop me as a human from being, like, so flippin' messy for no reason with, like, getting dressed in the morning and waiting until, you know, I should just lay my clothes. I have started doing this. I've laid, I start laying my clothes out, but then I, if I don't try it on, especially being pregnant, the other day I literally threw 14 pairs of pants, like, over my shoulder, like, into the middle of the room. Because I didn't have time, and none, nothing fit. And I was like, guess mm. I'm wearing leggings again. Whatever. But, you know, clean ones, not dirty ones. And I then had to, like, rip apart another drawer because I couldn't find leggings that were stretchy enough that I wanted to wear. And then when I got home, I was like, I'm too tired for this crap. I'm just going to let it stay there for a day. But then what happens is I look at that for one day. I look at it. And I get in crazy panic, overwhelmed mode because then I was, then I say to myself, I need to now organize the entire thing. Like, it's not just, I can't just do the one thing and like put it away and be like, okay, that's fine. I then like pull out the other drawers and I'm like, this needs to be Marie Kondo'd. But then I don't do it. And then I'm like, but this all brings me joy. We could definitely do that. I know. I will hold up. The clothing, and I will say, does this bring you joy? And I'll be like, does it actually bring you joy? Yeah. And then we'll get rid of it. But then if I say yes, then you have to be like, but it's hideous, so get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, are you sure about that? Do you want to answer again? Yep. It is puce colored. Maybe we get rid of this one. Really ugly. Well, see, here's the problem of being a theater, like a theater kid, is that you literally, in my mind, I'm like, I could make that into a costume someday. I know. Well, speaking of which, you last Friday had a villain's day at your camp. Yeah. And you asked me earlier in the week what you should go as. And I was like, well, Agatha, obviously. And, of course, you pulled something fabulous together because of that exact reason. The other thing is, and we've talked about this before. I know you've talked about it, is that you also fit in everything I know. that you've I always still- had. I still fit into clothes from middle school and I'm like, I don't need to keep these because I Because it still has my hit clip attached to it. Like <laughs> I need to get rid of it. Okay. I have to ask you a serious question, friend to friend. Best yeah. friend to best friend. What? Do any of your jeans jeans? Do any of the jeans that you wear have like weird like flowers, patches? Okay, because then if it None says limited you got to get rid of it. No, none of my jeans are from that era. Jimbery, get out. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, no. Most of the stuff is not from middle school. Actually, none of it is from middle school. I just was being facetious. I probably do fit into clothes from middle school, but I don't have any of those clothing items. You because have no Hollister tops? No Hollister tops. Okay. Nothing that says, like, like dreamer across the <laughs> I had an Abercrombie shirt. I didn't shop at Abercrombie, but I had a couple things from there because my sister people liked get, it. Yeah, yeah. People get you stuff and gifts and yeah. whatever. And it said it was I mean, one of my favorite shirts, and it just said "Thinker" across the front. <laughs> and I was like, "That's me. I'm, I'm a thinker. such a thinker." <laughs> yep, yep. I remember like, and that was the thing, like everyone had shirts that had word now i try like i'm wearing a tie-dye shirt right now yeah it says protect our home which is kind of cool it's like about the earth and stuff i really rarely have things that have writing on them not even pictures on them t-shirts 
And so, yeah, but that's different. You you it's came from camp. camp. <laughs> so it's so funny that like for most of my middle school years and my high school years, everything either said like Aeropostale. Or remember like when the polo logo went from like tiny over here to like massive. And I was like, yeah. why do we all like these things? But now the 90s are like coming back. Mm-hmm. I was in Old Navy yeah. a couple weekends ago when my family came to visit. We went to the old Na- the outlets and they had an Old Navy outlet. And I was in there. And they had like a T-shirt with just like Aaliyah's face on it, and I, I was like, "What? Like who is?" Or like Nicktoons, like Nick cartoons, like yeah. but like the classic ones. I was yep. like, "Who is requesting who this?" Who's requesting this? And also, and Destiny's Child was playing on the radio. I was like, "What is yeah. happening? What time like, is it?" Do kids even know what that is? And I was like, "Am I a time variant?" Yeah, and then it makes you feel old too, because you're like, yeah. "Okay, yeah, yeah no, none like, of my." Yeah, none of my, the kids that I work with, like, I came in with my Crocs the other day. And uh, they're like, oh, my God, we love your Crocs. Let me see your jibs. And, like, they wanted to see, like, all the little jibs and stuff. And, like, apparently they trade jibs with each other. And I was like, no one's trading jibs with me. I I like all of mine. Thank you. And I don't want any of yours that have touched your skin. hand-selected my jibs, please. I I very, very carefully hand-selected my jibs. I know you did. Not only that, but... I don't trade jibs with a kid who has their sweaty foot in their crock and then no. Nope. No. I I I would jab a kid before I took their jib. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Just no. kidding. I do not condone violence of any kind, especially against children. Yep. Yep. Even even us talking about that that girl who plays Kate Weatherall, I told Nick, I was like, yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. And she's and he was like, you make fun of a child on your podcast. And I was like, well, we're not making fun of her. We're just critiquing her acting, which she's an actress by trade, by profession. So, And she's on a show on Disney+, Plus, which is better than Matt and I have yeah. done for us. So yeah. she's putting herself into the public eye. I can say right. she's should work on her technique. Yeah. And I would argue it's not just her fault. It's also the director's fault. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and, and whatever that's... acting coaches she's using. Also, sound editor, turn her volume down. Just tweak it a little bit. Whoever's holding the boom mic, hold it further away. Just, just, right, exactly. Lift it a little bit. Lift it higher. Mm-hmm. Listen. Mm-hmm. Key grip and best boy. <laughs> Go. What are you doing? Fix it. What are you doing? I don't know. Look at you with your lingo. I, like, I've done I, I've done TV shows. I've been known. To, I don't know who I don't know who flips their hair this way. I, I don't know. I I've been known to uh, read a, a, a credits an end credits before. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I have not. I've never been on a TV show. Um, that's a lie. I once was in the audience of the Rosie O'Donnell show. Hey. <laughs> Did she shoot stuff at, at a? Uh, she did. I got a coosh. She shot a coosh towards me, and I got it. That was fun. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I always liked her show. Um, I want to give a special shout out before I forget to Michelle, um, because she sent me m- my baby's very first dinosaur rage onesie, and I mm-hmm. thank you so so much, Michelle. Um, it was so so cute. It says something to the effect of. Uh, you've got me raptor, like a raptor around. Nice. Raptor. 
or I oh, or God. whatever. I've got you raptor around my finger. It's very mm-hmm. cute with a little dinosaur on it and it says dinosaur rich and it's very cute and I love it and it's pink and yeah that was very very nice and while we're shouting out grapefruits I yes and speaking say, of babies speaking of babies wait are we shouting out the same person I, yeah I think so but go ahead say it at the same time what no it's good uh yes so uh Elise friend yep. of the pod it was the, the right person okay good <laughs> who is uber uber pregnant so i'm sending her some good i sent her i said her to her today i was like because she was due yesterday mm-hmm. um and i said to her i was sending i'm sending you pregnant juju and i was like i don't know what that means but i'm gonna send it your way that the baby comes soon but she's doing well baby's healthy she's healthy she just wants the baby to come um partly because i imagine being this pregnant is yep. uncomfortable but also you want to meet the peanut at that point anyway Yep. She has started a new podcast um, that is in conjunction with the amazing store that she has called The Beat It Cheap. Yep. Also a blog. So, and I've listened, I think there are five episodes out right now. I've listened to the first four. It's awesome. Um, it's these quick hit episodes about very different things. Um, she talks about crafting, which she's an amazing crafter. She makes these beautiful napkins that she sells on her shop. So I implore you to go there. The Beat It Cheap. Um, she also talks about prepping uh, for baby number two, um, mm-hmm. how to organize baby stuff, how to organize your kids, how to just all things motherhood, all things crafting, all the things that she talks about and she loves and that she's amazing at. Um, and I also told her she has such a soothing presence over the airwaves. So listening to her on the way down to, from, New, uh, from New, uh, New England to New York was so nice because it was just so calming. So- so that was what I was going to say when I was saying shout out to another grapefruit, and I was going to bring up. Sorry, podcast. sorry, I took it. Stole my entire thunder, but that's okay. Um, no, I was going to say Elise has such a calming, soothing voice, and it's just so nice to listen to. It's so relaxing. Like we, we just make like loud noises and we like laugh at each other, and you probably can't <laughs> this while you're falling asleep, but. It's just like a very calming, relaxing, like soothing, mm-hmm. like everything's going to be okay kind of yes. feeling. Um, yeah. And I, I think, I think I remember Elise saying, or you saying that she also did a lot of yoga instruction as well. So she is a yoga instructor. Possibly come from, mm-hmm. from that as well. She's an amazing yoga instructor. And do I remember correctly also that it's like a lot she has a lot of experience in prenatal yoga as well. She does. Oh, yeah. so so Elise, if you're listening, like send me some some stretches or something, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. She will. Because I have faux faux scoliosis, so you know. Right. Like, oh, right. oh, she's great. Um, I mean, I know a couple people at this point in my life that are yoga practitioners, but she's great because I'll always like text her back. At least my lower back is hurting. What can I do? And she's got like five different things I can try immediately at hand. So. Um, yeah, listen to their podcast, the Beat It Cheap podcast. It's available everywhere. Um, and again, the episodes are like quick hits. They're like 11, 12 minutes, like perfect to just throw on when you're uh, doing something or in the car or moving in between tasks or your baby is napping, your kids are napping. Just listen to it, throw it on. She's great. So wanted to give her a shout out. And then also, again, send her some good positive juju, positive vibes um, that her baby comes soon because I can't wait to meet her baby. Yeah, we don't know 
don't know what the baby will be, but we don't know yet. Either way, and excited for her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I speaking of being excited, I mm-hmm. I tried to talk about this before, but then we segued into other things. So I'm gonna try and as we do back into it. Um. I fall is my favorite season. I'm obsessed with it. I absolutely cannot wait for fall. Not only because I also, you know, am, I know that I'm not as pregnant as Elise is, but it's my first child. And I think there's a lot of like, not anxiety, but just like anticipation of like, okay, you know, let's get to the third trimester and like, mm-hmm. get her out, you know? <laughs> um, let's get this baby out. Get her out. I Yeah. Um, I really do think like once she's a certain size, I'm going to just tell my doctor, like, how much money do I have to slip you to like, get this thing out now? <laughs> doctor, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. You can't refuse. You need to what, tell me what the offer is. What does the offer need to be? Yeah. Um, no, but, but, um, but I love the fall and I just, I think July is too early to be advertising fall things because it's too much time to have to wait between then and like the end of September sort of October when the weather starts changing yes for me to put pumpkin candles in my house like but I want but I want to buy them anyway like I see it and it's enticing to me because I love the fall but then I'm like no it's too early it's too early and then it's also Christmas in July so I'm like very conflicted I I agree. I think it's too early. I understand the back to school stuff that's advertising now, which like since I've been so far removed from being a teacher, it's actually nice that now I see those commercials and they don't it's not like uh uh oh no. Yeah. My summer is ending. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I agree. Like back to school can go, but like fall stuff, no, you gotta hold off. And now I can't light candles in my new place. And so I use like the the airwick plugins. I have the plugins, so I'm definitely going to have to get, like, some apple and some pumpkin ones and just, like, oh, it's going to smell like fall, like, vomited in my apartment. I'm so excited for it. I'm excited for it. I know. I love it. And even, like, also, again, like, not to continually talk about being pregnant, but, like, I have a lot of food cravings, and I keep craving, because I'm seeing stuff, I'm like, yeah, I want sweet potatoes. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean make sweet potatoes in the middle of july but let's be serious they're better in the fall you know yeah. they just are. Yeah. they're just better recipes comfort food i want to make like baked mac and cheese and like a yes. bunch of stuff but there's not a need to turn my oven on in the middle of like, i know it's too it's hot too hot yeah it's gross um do you remember that year i think it was a couple years ago at this point where like i went nuts and i lost all bearing of my mind and decided that I was going to drink a PSL every day for yeah. the entire month of September. I do. And I and do. then like my intestines did not like me for that. And then shortly after that, I decided to cut out all dairy and become vegan. So yeah. I won't say that there's a direct correlation, but like, I That's would say great. like it's, they're adjacent to each other. Yeah. Um, and to this day, like I still can't drink which is really sad. I can't drink. Well, I can't get a PSL anyway from Starbucks because it's not vegan stuff they put in there. Yeah. But even if I have like pumpkin spice something, it's still like somewhere in me. I'm like, Ugh. I know. So that's I, very sad. But I do love that scent so much. 
here's a hot take. I think pumpkin spice latte and pumpkin spice in general is a little too sweet um, for me. Like when they add the syrup to stuff like a pumpkin spice latte or pumpkin coffee creamer or whatever, I just think it's a little off-putting. I do like pumpkin pie a lot. I think using pumpkin as like a substitute for like like a pumpkin brownie or like a pumpkin Mm -hmm. cookie, like Mm -hmm. baking wise, that's fine. But I don't really love like pumpkin coffee or like pumpkin. Yeah, me neither anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I was living my best basic B life and I took the brunt of it and I ruined that for myself. So, um, uh, no, yeah, no longer. But I do love the fall because I love like that's I feel like that's the season I thrive in. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's like I love wearing. Well, it's funny because I always run warm. But I love, I love me a good flannel and oh. a oh, flannel yeah. and jean combo. You can't go wrong. I feel like that's all I live in. Although I'm going to have to get new flannels because of the weight I lost. See? Brag. Brag. So. You're like Jared from Subway, minus all the drama. Minus all the drama. Yeah, please don't refer to me as Jared from Subway. No, and also you could have, <laughs> even at your heaviest, which was not that heavy uh-huh. by any standards, uh, you you could have fit like 12 of you in the jeans that he holds up in those commercials. Yeah. Um, But anyway, anyway, who cares about Jared from Subway? Also, Subway is a trash restaurant, and if you like it, go away. Well, so I think it was last year. What, are you going to tell me that you like Subway and don't come No, 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 I do not like Subway. No, no, no. Last year, the Irish government, like the Irish Board of Health, did a study on their bread and that do you know that they're in ireland they found that their bread has the amount of sugar that it has in the bread that now it's classified as cake it's not bread wow so you can go to subway and eat a cake sandwich i did not know that but i did hear a rumor and i don't know if it's true or not because i never really cared to look into it because i don't i don't even eat at subway so it doesn't even matter Mm -hmm. to me that every single meat item on their menu is actually turkey like if it says that it's pepperoni it's turkey if it says that it's roast beef it's turkey if it's like whatever it is tuna fish it's actually turkey fish like (laughs) when i think of subway i think of like just like really like sweaty meat that's been sitting out for too long yeah no no it's just like at that point find a deli like there's no excuse like just go to an actual deli Mm-hmm. I get the I get the ease sure. of going to Subway, but like, no, no, just don't. But just even don't. if you live in like some horrible area where there are no delis, and you only have a Subway in your town, I'm gonna venture a guess that there's also a Target or a Walmart in your town. Yeah. And I'm make not, your own sandwich. You can make your own sandwich, and you can even buy like the Hillshire Farms like prepackaged mm-hmm. cold cuts, and those are even much better than eating at subway yeah i mean i don't really eat cold cuts that much anymore i try to stay like i really don't eat a lot of the vegan cold cuts um anyway so like i don't eat a lot as many sandwiches as i used to um but i was never into subway i never liked it do you know do you know that that nick said again the muffin man i do yeah that nick asked me again the other day if you would eat something that had bread in it and i was like He's not <laughs> free. <laughs> He's not gluten That's, free. 
Funnily enough, that's like the first thing. Not anymore. Like that's what people just assume. They ask like, if you're also gluten free, if you want a gluten free menu, or like, hey, this stuff is gluten free. I was like, no, I can eat gluten, guys. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I know he knows the difference between gluten free and vegan. I I think he just thought you were both. Yeah. No, I'm not. I try. I don't. I try not to eat as much bread as I used to. Sure. And that's fine. But I do partake. I do like me some bagels occasionally. I've already had bagels while I'm here. So, um, yeah, I like gluten. I like gluten. I like Mm. gluten. And I love me some cheese. There you go. Love all the cheese. That's all you need. All you need is cheese. Cheese Louise. All you need is cheese. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um... Yeah, I had Chinese food for the first time since being pregnant yesterday. Ooh, how did that go? So we have a very, very good... I I say this in an, I in no sort of any kind of connotation. Chinese food can t- sometimes be very saucy. Yes. And I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like when it's like sticky like goopy msg stuff and a lot of the americanized um chinese food places are like that and there's this place near us that has very um it's all cooked to order they cook everything in like separate pans so there's no cross-contamination which i'm not allergic to anything that would matter anyway but like you know if you're a vegetarian for example Mm -hmm. they're not cooking in the same pan that they cook the fish in or the other meat or whatever which is really nice that they advertise that because that matters to a lot of people um but and also for allergies i'm sure too not just like lifestyle choices right but it's just very it doesn't make your stomach hurt after you eat it so um we had that last night and i was wasn't sure how i was going to feel because even with it being like totally fine and like healthier for you than than a more americanized place I I definitely was nervous about like, ooh, I'm gonna smell it and it's gonna make me nauseous or ooh mm. like something. And I really was happy about it. So nice. that's just a fun fact for everyone in case anyone cares, which no one does. In case anyone cares about what Sam had for dinner last night. What did you have for dinner last night? I will tell you. Uh so good. I, I just asked. Good. I will. Get ready. I'm saying it. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, I'm eating. My so it's really nice having home cooking, partly because I don't have to cook for myself, and partly because my mom's an amazing cook, and so um, and I don't get to partake in her home cooking a lot. So uh, I think I inspired her because the the three nights I've been here, um, I had salad as my final meal of the day, and I mentioned offhand yesterday I was like, oh, I actually like. I like this. Like, I feel good in the morning when I wake up. So we had three salads last night. We uh, we made a four bean salad that my mom made with uh, white wine vinegar and Dijon mustard instead of like heavy mayo. So that was really good. We had a tomato and onion and basil salad. And we had like a standard like green salad with some avocado and some olives. So that was very good. Um, so that's what I had. I had nice. veggies, lots and lots of veggies and lots of different kinds of salads, which is nice. very good. And I made a salad for lunch today. Salads are great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I I will say that you're coming to New Jersey in peak Jersey tomato season. 
So the tomatoes. Nick and I make a lot of like I know you can't have, but we'll we'll get we'll get you your own version of it. You have tomato salad. <laughs> no, like a caprese salad with like yeah. you know, like the mozzarella and the yes. basil with like yes. olive oil and salt and stuff. But just eating like I could eat a whole tomato with just like oh, a little like salt an apple. on and just eat yeah. it like an apple. Yeah, and it's yeah. so bad for my acid reflux that I don't care. Like I just I, I will care. deal with it. Cherry tomatoes too. Like I'm just yeah. like. You can pop them like they're grapes. I will sleep propped up for yeah. a good tomato. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, it's also we have like a lot of really cool little farmers markets that have been setting up on our like uh, down the street from our house that they're there every Tuesday and Thursday. And um, they are from this farm called Alstead Farms, and they have like really good produce and, and vegetable. Oh, same thing. They have produce and, produce and vegetable and produce and vegetable produce and they have vegan huh. produce um, and it's called vegetables vegetarian produce and uh -huh. if you're gluten free it's not a problem because they just have vegetable produce <laughs> right right so they and then like they have a lot of they produce a lot of produce yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep I also told you all about the ice cream parlor that we found by accident in Chatham which is very exciting because they also have an entire rotating vegan menu. Um, I think they only have like four vegan flavors, but they rotate them every week. So okay. that's I don't care. Cool. I love it. Um, yeah. Nice. Oh, I'm so excited. We're going to have yeah. so much to do to pack into those days. going to be good. But yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I just, I'm excited for fall. I'm excited for, I'm excited for camp to be complete because this summer I was a lot of unknowns about camp and I just want it to be, I don't want to say like, Oh, I want it to be over. I'm having a really good time, but it's just, it's exhausting at the end of the day, yeah. get home. Yeah. And like today, grapefruits, if I sound rambly or I'm saying like a thousand million times more than I usually do. Um, forgive me because I've been up since 6am and I've literally had to like smile at, at kids all day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Yep. Um, yeah we also had a little girl who was like i have a headache and we were like oh no so we like temperature checked her and she had a fever and we were like oh, oh no. no and these these temporal you know thermometers they're not always accurate if you're right. holding it depending how close you're holding it right and you know like one of the little kids from you know the lion king group and she's you know she's like six years old or something like that and they were running around outside and she also has bangs mm -hmm. and like it was all like you know so you don't know so we we're like all right well, we'll put you in the isolation room because we have an isolation <laughs> <laughs> we do we have an isolation room put her in the chokey yeah put her in the chokey and she got scared Aww. that we were putting her in a separate room and she like got nervous and yeah. we had to temp check her again and then we did it again and again like three times Finally, like it went down and it wasn't really a fever. It was just probably because she's running around and was sweaty and whatever. Right. But it's scary because, you know, kids probably hear things from parents about COVID and right. the new variant and stuff. And mm -hmm. kids hear, they hear more things these days, I feel like, with social media and also not a six year old, but like, you know, older siblings maybe pass the stuff down. Like, you got to be careful. You're going to get COVID. Right. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be careful. But it's just probably terrifying to be yeah. a kid during a pandemic and sure. not knowing anything other than that, you know? I agree. 
So. Yeah. Well, well, I'm glad that she was okay. I'm glad that yeah. she didn't end up having to stay in the isolation chamber. Yeah. Well, the reason I brought it up is because I wanted to segue from her fever to your feverish reading. <laughs> Great. Great segue. Well, let me grab my prop. Hold on. Wait. Uh. <laughs> So, I have been feverishly reading. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I think I explained this to you. I have had a list of books and novels that I wanted to read. I think I started in high school. Mm-hmm. And I only stopped adding to that list back in 2019 when I traveled to London to perform in a play. Mm-hmm. Because in London, I bought like 12 novels with me. Like from London and brought them back because like they're so cheap there. The paperbacks are awesome. Um, they get paperbacks a lot quicker than we do than hardcover. Um, anyway, I was like, you have to stop adding to this list because you're never going to read all these things and you're never going to get to it. Mm-hmm. Slowly been making my way through it. And I finally got to a point where I had four books left on that list. And one of them is this book called The Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. Mm-hmm. It is so good so far. I started on Saturday. I'm already, it's 800 pages, but I'm already like over 200 pages into it. I can't put it down. Nice. I love it. It's a big book, right? It's thick, mm-hmm. two C's. Mm-hmm. So I thought, hey, this is great when I'm down in New York because it's for extended time. I can read this book. Although mm-hmm. now I'm nervous. I'm like, you're going to finish this before you're done here. So Whatever, I'll have to go get another book. Anyway. I guess so. In two weeks, the two weeks leading up to me departing New England to come down here, I read three books. (laughs) I've been feverish. And now it's, it has the mind gears going. So that's why I'm like feverishly reading again. Um, So I'm so excited. This book is so good. Um, I'm very excited because after this book, I can now go into a bookstore or my library, which I live across the street from, and I can just peruse again and just pick one book and read it. So it's really hard because I'm trying not to do, I'm trying not to make a list again of like, oh, I want to read this next, I want to read this next. Um, I'm trying to just like let it be. And when I finish this book, I'll figure out what I want to read next. Um, But yeah, I'm very excited and I've been reading a lot. So I'll keep you posted. Maybe by next week, I will have finished this book, who knows. Probably. I would I would venture to guess that that's probably going to be true. Yeah. So I think part of me feels like like you might not be able to resist deciding what your next book is going to be before you. I know because I already have like a book in mind, but I, okay, I'm so going to just like I'm, I'm putting it aside. I'm not even going to speak its name because I'm not going to give it power over me. Sure. You just keep telling yourself that. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say that book, the new book that I have in mind does not give me joy. So okay. I'm not going to read it. Okay. Huh. But while I'm down here, I mean, there's so many great independent bookshops in all of these Westchester towns. Yeah. Yeah. Westchester towns. Um, so I'm going to have to like. Go to like Wombat Bookstore in Bronxville and like pick up a book, obviously, to store business. Yes. And then after, yes, and then afterwards, you can watch Combat Wombat on Netflix. I, I could. I could do that. Maybe I won't, but I could do that. You're right. That is something I could do. I could watch 
Karate Bear, Combat Wombat. Okay, Grapefruits, just so you know, I texted Matt a picture of, you know when you, like, leave Netflix paused for too long and you're just doing other crap, and then it just, like, shows you stuff that's on Netflix, like a screensaver? Mm -hmm. So one of the screensavers that popped up was this new TV movie cartoon thing, Mm -hmm. and it's called Combat Wombat. So I texted a picture of it to Matt, and I said, should I watch this? Probably. And dot, 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 probably. Exclamation mark. And then today, this was like two weeks ago, and then today he texted me and said, yeah, you can watch that show about the karate bear. And I had no idea what he was talking about. He's talking about <laughs> combat. But is a wombat a bear? And is combat karate? I mean, are they, they really the same thing? Are those, two, are those four words synonyms? Um, let's see. What is a wombat? Tell what? me, Google. Meal, wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. Wombats are short-legged, muscular, quadrupedal marsupials that are native to Australia. Um, and a bear is a mammal, not a marsupial? Correct. So, no. But aren't there a not. couple, aren't there, like the platypus is a marsupial and a mammal, right? Because the platypus doesn't know what it's trying to do. Like, it doesn't know what it's... It, it doesn't get what's happening. Neither do we. So whatever happened with the platypus, they were like, we don't know what to do. We ran, we, we needed one more animal to fill the quota, and this is what you get. You so get... They are very cute. Wombats are very cute, though. I will say that. Yeah. There. Platy- platypi are also pretty cute. Platypi? Platypuses? I would say platypied because of all my years of taking ancient Latin, but I think either is acceptable. Sure. That reminds me of that Christmas song, like, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Hippopotamuses. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. We're back to Christmas in July. I know. We did it. Trifecta. <laughs> we did it. Yep. That was the goal. We had to at least talk about Christmas in July three times separately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we did it. Yep. It's like Beetlejuice. It won't happen unless you say it three times. Um, yeah, so you want to talk about this new Nintendo Switch. I do. Like dying. I, I had a segue ready, but I didn't know what you were going to say. I was saying, speaking of Christmas, there's a new Nintendo Switch model coming out. Mm-hmm. When you think about Christmas, you think about new systems coming out, new toys sure. coming out. Sure. Yeah, there's a new Nintendo Switch coming out, and... I will say this, it's been rumored for a long time that it was going to come out, but it really isn't different than the one I currently have. The only difference is, like, the screen is bigger. So when you play handheld, the screen is bigger, which, like, great. Um, But it plugs into the TV. It has a LAN port, so you can plug into, like, hardwire into your internet rather than use wireless, which, like, you only really need if you have terrible Wi-Fi. So it's just like a weird, I don't know. I feel like there could they, there could have been so much more with this. I, I guess, like, I think if you don't have a Switch, it's, it's good to just wait for this one and get it because it's the better model. But, like, I don't, I don't see the big deal. Like, I would never go and get this because I already have one that does the same things it does other than it has a bigger screen when I work, play handheld, which doesn't matter to me. Because, um, you know, like, I used to play on the Game Boy, and, like, that had a tiny screen, so everything is an upgrade for me. 
Um, I guess if anything ever happened to my Switch, yeah, I would probably get this one because it's the newest model. But so yeah, they announced it at E3. I thought there would be more to it. It's not really. And it only comes in silver right now. So it's like, that's dumb. That's boring. Yes. So, I mean, like, I don't know anyone. Well, I that's what I was going to say. Like, if you don't have a Switch and you want to get a Switch, you can get it. But I know someone who recently got a Switch and they didn't wait for it. So they didn't wait for the new model. So Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mostly because they're the most impatient people in the world. <laughs> it was my sister. <laughs> yep. Which she I'm very excited to play Mario Party with her. She can't help herself. She's just a hot mess. Okay, I have to ask, is your sister competitive when it comes to things? Hmm. Yes and no. Yes and no. With stuff like that, absolutely not. She doesn't care. Mm-hmm. She's always Princess Peach, and she always has no idea what the mini games are, and like refuses to play them the right way. But whenever she wins them somehow, mm-hmm. she's always like, "Ooh, I won!" Like, <laughs> about it. And then she becomes like excited to start like actually competing. But Got if it. she's right off the gate, like doing badly in a game, she'll just be like, "Whatever, I'm gonna scroll Instagram." <laughs> Great. I'm so excited. I only ask because I am not competitive at all. Yeah. Um, so. Nick is it, competitive. He's. It can get dicey. I'm yeah. not competitive and like weirdly am really good at games. I also feel that way where I'm like not so competitive. I, I really, I'm not competitive, but I really enjoy board games and I really enjoy yeah. games. And I'm also, like, sneaky good at them for whatever reason. Yes. So I just kind of, like, quietly win. And then, not always, not always. Right. And with Mario Party, too, it's tricky because there's all those, like, extra weird stars at the end. And also, mm-hmm. the last time we just played with the, um, with the, whatchamacallit, system. Wow. GameCube? GameCube. Um, Nick, Ryan, Matt, not Matt, Amanda and I, Matt um. That will play, but not on GameCube. I gotta go. I've had too many hours awake right now. I need to. I've had, I've had too many hours awake. <laughs> yeah, I have. I've had way too many hours awake. That was like I, very old English of you. Mm-hmm. I must go. I've had too many I hours awake. I must go. I have had. I, I shan't do this anymore. I must promenade downstairs and <laughs> go have a nap. Yes. Um. I must yeah. take my leave of you. I must take my leave of you and... Shut mine eyes. I must shut thine eyes and retire to my bedchamber. You shut my eyes? Shut... Um, yes. You sure. Mine. Mine eyes. Thine. <laughs> it's a nine. Thine. Thine. Mine. Thine. Brine. Twine. 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 Benign. Malign. Malign. Could go on and on. Malign. Malign. Melania. Melania. Woke up today. <laughs> Woke up in the morning. Thinking about so many things. <laughs> I can't get rid of laughing too hard. <laughs> 
putting my hair through my makeup on. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's all I'm gonna sing while I'm in Jersey, obviously. Sure. That that is the state anthem, right? Yep. <laughs> it really should be. Thinking about things, wish things just get better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what were we talking about? You gotta go to nap. <laughs> uh, oh, that she that the mini games that I'm sneaky good at them, and but that sometimes you get Bowser or like the mini Bowser guy, Junior Bowser, Bowser, baby Bowser, baby Bowser. <laughs> he just yep. messes your day up, and every single time, last time I played with Nick, Ryan, and Amanda which was, like, this past weekend, he kept switching all of my coins with no. Nick. And then Nick was really excited about it because then he was in first place. And then all of Nick's coins got switched with Ryan's. And then uh, he, that jerk, Bowser, he literally just divided all of our coins amongst all of us. Oh, that was nice. That was nice, except That's for... That's called socialism. <laughs> yeah, except for Amanda. So she oh, no, that's not called socialism. <laughs> but you know what I, I think about with Mario Party? It's really funny to me now is that it totally promoted bullying because like the last place person Bowser's like, do better, kid. Like, you suck. <laughs> You're a loser. And it's like, oh, loser. And it's set up too. It's also set up that that person, it's like so difficult to come back. <laughs> like, yeah. what's your last? It's like, that's it. It. Unless Drought. something catastrophic happens. Right. Um, yeah. Unless a bomb on drops from the sky and it's like. Poof. Yeah. Well, Amanda got the first um, treasure chest in that thing, and inside the treasure chests were the stars. And she was like, Should I say, Yeah, I want it, or No, I don't want it? And Ryan was like, Yeah, well, I mean, it's completely up to you. It's your choice. Instead of saying, like, Yeah, there's a star in there, that's what the aim would right. be to get those he sneaky sneaky so she didn't get it and then there was a star in there and mm -hmm. she so secret secrets are no fun secret secrets hurt someone yep exactly but do you have a set mario uh character that you use for mario party and if so yes. is it different than your go-to mario kart i'm so happy you said this because yes yeah, um okay. me too Actually, sort of. Well, well, let me think about it because now I can oscillate between two of them. I, I've always been a Yoshi fan. I think it's because he's a dinosaur. I like green. I tend to either be Yoshi or Toad during Mario Kart because I like the light speed and go fast. Because I know some people say like you should get like a Mario or someone in the middle because they're like they're easier to control. Like with the lighter characters, if you get hit, that's it. But it's like, then you got to just do better and you got to be ahead of everyone. Yeah. So um, I tend to eat like Toad for um, for Mario Kart. Um, but for Mario Party, I like Toad. I like Yoshi. But I also like Daisy. I'm a big Daisy fan. Yeah, yeah. Daisy's Mario good. Party. So, of course, we're friends because I have all the same answers except for... Mm -hmm. I will throw a Luigi in there for Mario Kart sometimes. Ooh, okay, um, that's every good. Now, every now and again, when I'm feeling like it. I also like the new um, the new characters that they've introduced 
from the various yes. Mario games. So I have yes. also been, you know, like the Rose Gold Peach or like, you know, like, yes. you know, the I've been Diddy Kong, Diddy Kong yeah. before. Yeah. Like. I also like all the Koopas or whatever they're called. Mm. Those, mm. those dudes are cool. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, but I'm always, if when in doubt, I'm usually Toad. Yes. And if there's a Toadette option, then I usually yes. pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Generally, yeah. Me, generally, it's Yoshi, and then that's it. But Yep. Cool. This past weekend, Amanda was Peach, uh, Nick was Yoshi, I was Toad, and Ryan is obsessed with Waluigi. <laughs> so? Man. Oh, maybe I'll have to keep my mustache and try to mm-hmm. fashion it for Halloween as yep. Waluigi. Yep. That'd be good. Okay. That'd be good. Or maybe I'll just go as John Leguizamo from the Super Mario Brothers movie. You could do that. You could do that. Could do you that. know, I will say that the Wario games, not Waluigi, but the Wario the games. WarioWare games? I think that they were just Wario 2, Wario 3. Oh, one, okay, yes. Like, yes. On the Game Boy. Yes. Um, they were, like, my favorite games. Yes, I, them. I like those. They were he really- has another line of games called, like, WarioWare, where it's all mini games. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I haven't played that. Oh, those are very good. I had one on the DS that I was, like, obsessed with. And there is a new one coming out for the Switch. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah he's a cool dude. I like him. He's, like, a disgruntled he's, little... He's a cool dude. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to hang out with him, but, you know. No, he seems like he smells like salami. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely smells like beef and cheese. Yeah, he's he's one of those those plumbers that comes into your house. And he's like, yeah, I can fix it. No, I can't. But won't yeah. tell you that. He definitely is like probably sweaty, and he probably he probably looks like what a subway sandwich would look in human form. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So no, I won't. I don't want to get near him. No. Yeah. Um. 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 Uh, um. Yeah. I have a soapbox moment. Do it. Can I talk about it. Yes. And it's been it's been on my mind. And it's a quick one. And I apologize in advance if any of the grapefruits get offended by this, but I was in a Target two weeks ago and the self-checkout line was so backed up and I just didn't understand why. And then as I got closer, I realized it's because people were having such difficulty self-checking themselves out, which I'm like, this should be the fast thing. Like, if you yeah. cannot figure it out, don't try. Like, don't be like, oh, I'm going to do it because it's self-checkout. Like, just please don't try. Like, if you can't operate it, please just go to someone, to an actual pure person to bring you out. Because that is meant for people that can move very quickly and just get in and out and can handle the technology. First yeah. of all, we've yeah. worked at self-checkout for so long, you should be able to figure out. But if you yeah. can't. Just get out of the way. Move on. Move it or lose it. Move it or lose it. Also, this is not a training day. So, like, if you want to try the self-checkout for the very first time and and you don't know what you're doing, do not go, like, make sure there are no other customers around you. Yes. Pick a kiosk that has no other person anywhere near there. Make sure there are no lines. And grab a store employee that's picking their nose in the toy aisle and yes. have them help you. Yes, exactly. Say, excuse me, f- sir, I see you're digging for gold, but can you come help me, please? 
first can you sanitize your hands and then yes then can you please help me because i today's the day that i'm going to test out the self-checkout yeah i get like I get if you scan something and it set a different price back on the shelf and it's not sh- like it, fine fair. Or, or those stupid machines always are like assistance required. Right. Yep. Exactly. Like it or but it scans fine. something twice. I totally get that. But like if it is taking you too long to just scan things or taking you too long to figure out how to operate the card machine or where do I put my card? Like, yeah, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Also, the people that pay with cash and they can't get their bills inside the machine. Why? First of all, who carries cash? No one. No one. Unless I'm traveling, I rarely carry cash. I almost never have cash on me. And I happened to have found cash in my wallet the other day that I hid from myself just for like a rainy day. I was like, oh, this will be fun. I'll, I'll put this in here. And yeah. then I won't remember that it's in there. It's in like a in like a secret pocket in my wallet because mm-hmm. I'm sure this is just fact that women carry bigger wallets than men. So there's all yeah. Kinds my of- wallet, I don't have it on me, is a thing that I attach to my phone and has three things in it. Yeah, mine is like this this big, and it sometimes doesn't fit in. It doubles as a weapon. Absolutely, you could kill someone with it for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, it's also like during Christmas time filled to the brim receipts that I'm never going to return. It's just like, there's too many people in the store. So I just shove them in there and then I don't. Oh my God. Don't get me started on self-checkout at like a holiday time. It drives me nuts. And like, I'm not trying to be rude or trying to say, because like I can move very quickly, but it's like, if you are just not good at it, that's why we still have humans in the store. Yeah. So go use them before that. Actually, you should go use them because eventually, otherwise, we'll just have self-checkout and then you're going to be screwed. Yeah, yeah. But maybe that's what some of them figure, that, that they need to try it sometime. Like, they need to adapt I guess so. eventually. But then get better. Use the right time to adapt. Right. Like, right. wait. Wait until it's training day. Right. Like, Target should just offer course like a training day course. <laughs> Those who want is- self-checkout. And I know Grapefruits, I know you're listening to this and you're assuming that I'm talking about people that are like in their late 70s, like older generation. It's not. I've come across people that are younger than me or my age and they still struggle. And I'm like, I don't get it. You grew up with technology. It is not difficult technology, literally. And now they've made the scanner so big and there's two of them that there's like no excuse. Like when they originally had it, the scanner was small. So like sometimes I would scan it. Now it's massive. You literally just have to pass that thing over and it scans you, it. You so I just don't care. You literally don't even have to do much work yourself no. at the self-checkout. Mm-hmm. has the word self in it, but it really does all the work for you. Right. Right. It's like self-checkout in that, like, yourself has to be there. Yes. Like, other than that, the robots will do everything. hmm Yep. I don't get it. So, anyway, it. thank you for coming to my TED Talk. You're welcome. Self-checkout. I have a New Jersey uh, edition soapbox moment as well. And um, you have to explain why it's New Jersey edition. It's it's a New Jersey edition because only New Jersey and one other state, which I don't remember what that state is, pumps their own gas. And the the you we don't we do not pump our own gas. Every other state pumps their own gas. It's us 
and another state that is self full self service full service. Right. I can't speak. It's fine. You realize this already. Um, at this point in the episode, you realize I cannot form sentences. The end. Um, <laughs> goodbye. Good day. I said good day, sir. <laughs> when you go to a gas station in New, in New Jersey, you pull up and you figure out what side your gas tank is on, and it's very easy if you drive your own car and you know what side is on. You just go there and hopefully pull up, and mine is on my passenger side. So, as it should be, by the way, why do car companies make them on the driver's side? That makes zero sense to me. I don't understand it. Mine's on my side. Mine's on the driver's side. Why? I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I don't know. It yeah. makes. You want to know why? Because I'm from New Jersey. So that's it probably wouldn't, it. It, it. Wouldn't occur to anybody else to think like, oh, well, the gas station attendant's then further away from the driver. You can just reach across. You don't have to have someone like in your face. But but if you don't live in New Jersey, then you don't think of these things. So it doesn't matter right. what side the gas tank's on. Anyway, I digress. The soapbox moment is that it really pisses me off, and I'm gonna get really fired up. Oh, use the p word. I use the p word, okay? Because if you are working a job, no matter what the job is, do your job. And fair. If your job is to be a gas station attendant, then your job is to attend the gas. <laughs> yes. And when a customer pulls up, I'm not saying you should stop whatever you're doing, but if you are on a personal phone call, perhaps it would be advantageous since it's your job. And if you're not on a break, then you shouldn't be in like the little booth where you're coming at. Like, then you should have like, a, I'm on break, so close your gas station down then if you're the only guy there. And then be on your break and eat your lunch and have your phone calls and do whatever. Everyone's entitled to break time, whatevs. But if I pull up and I am a very nice person and I'm not yelling at you, I'm not honking my horn, I'm not being an asshole. But if somebody pulls up to your gas station and then you approach them and you're on a personal phone call and you ask them, how much gas do you want in your car? And the person says, $20 regular. Yes. And then the gas station attendant walks away and says mm -hmm. to themselves, okay. Then he comes back and says, oh, wait, I didn't get your card so that I can put it into the machine because the machine won't work without a card in it or cash without him putting right. it in. Then he asks me a second time while still on his personal phone call, which is on speakerphone. Great. How much money do I want? I said $20 regular again. Mm-hmm. Then he comes back a third time. No, oh, great. Because well, because that's my, the charm. Third time's a charm. Because he needs my zip code for my credit card, for my debit card or whatever. Right. So give him my zip code. He asks again. He repeats back to me, $20 regular? Yeah. I said, yeah. And nod my head very emphatically because I'm a very expressive person. Yeah. I'm sitting there in my car looking at the clock. Wondering where the hell this guy went because now he's not anywhere in sight. Great. Like, where is he? And he comes back mm -hmm. and he hands me my receipt. And I realize that he did not give me $20 regular, but rather filled my entire tank, which was $45. And yes. Was it diesel? 
<laughs> no, it was regular. But, but, okay, I have $45 in my bank account. Sure. That's not the point, though. Thankfully. But what if I was you some teenage kid and that that extra $20, I wanted to go get pizza later that night with my friends and my mom gave me $40 and I spent $20 on gas so I could get to my job to and from and then the other 20 was for my pizza and yeah. you know going to the movies with my friends and that's all the money that I had for the rest of the week and now you just blew it because you weren't listening to me and you came back to my car thrice to ask me this question repeated it back to me which oftentimes helps with memory when you repeat mm. something back like right. names when you meet them and stuff like that and he still filled my tank and this has not just happened at this one gas station. This has happened multiple times in New Jersey because the, I live here, so I, you know, whatever. And it's happened to Nick and it's happened to friends of mine where people are just like $20 regular or $10 regular or whatever it is, and then they fill it. It's weird. It's like, I wish there was a way that like we could remove that middle person, but mm -hmm. it's like... What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Pump your own gas? Who does that? No. <laughs> no. Yikes. The only yeah, thing I can do about yeah, it, that's... The, the only solving, the only way of solving this problem is to Fire pump your own gas or to carry cash on you and to only hand them right. the $20. And then when they fill your tank, you say, I asked for $20. And then you just drive away with their entire gas station still attached to your car. Yeah, you could do that. You could just speed away. And I know it's a nit and throw a flame in the background and just yeah, right, right. You could I do know that. it's a nitpicky problem to have, but it's just annoying to me. And honestly, it's not even about the money. It's just about the principle of the thing. Like it's not about the money, money, money. It's just yeah. about the gassy, gassy, gassy. Yep. 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 Exactly. Yeah, it's the principle of it. I get it. I get that. I do. It's just I that, like, you. do your job, you know? When I yeah. used to, anywhere that you work, you know, like, if I worked retail, I worked at The Gap, and if I was just sitting there on my phone or, like, taking a personal call while folding jeans or whatever, and the customer came over and they were like, oh, can you help me find 3230s dark wash jeans? And then I went in the back and I brought out size... 18 women's jeans and then handed it to them and then they'd be like this is not what I asked for <laughs> and then they would say can I speak to your manager and then they would be like hey that bitch over there is not doing her job she's talking about subway and how they use turkey meat. some guy who <laughs> sounds like he has a mustache exactly and yeah, so I just, I, I'm a firm, I'm a hard worker when I work on things, and I just, and I'm all about, like, customer service, and especially dealing with kids and, like, parents and stuff like that. I just don't understand why some people, and also, I wouldn't have mind waiting, I wouldn't have minded waiting in my car longer for him to finish his phone conversation, right. you know? Like, right. I don't care, like, maybe something happened in his life that he needed to be on that yeah. phone call. Granted, the phone call was on speaker, and they were laughing, and he was a teenager, so I'm pretty sure nothing serious was going on. They were probably just talking about what they wanted to do that weekend. Yeah, right. 
whatever. It's not that big of a deal, but just really gr- grind, ground my gears, ground my gears. It ground my gears. Grounded my gears. It grinded my gears. It grinded my ears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yep. grounded for life. Grounded for life. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you, Grapefruits, that two new movies came out. One was called The Tomorrow War. It was not good. It had Chris Pratt in it. It was a it was a flop, not a bop. I don't. Recommend That's on Prime, right? Because I'm pretty sure my Kindle, yeah. my Fire Stick is like advertising it hard right now. Yeah. Every time I watch it, it watch it, watch it. Okay, yeah. so it was watchable. It wasn't. It but wasn't. Was it watchable in the horrible. sense of like it was on and you were able to watch it with your eyes? Yeah, it was, right. but it it wasn't like I ever need to see it again with my eyes. Yeah. You don't need to see it tomorrow. I don't need to see it with mine eyes. Mine eyes. <laughs> Never again. Your eyes as we say our goodbyes. That's Remember the song? That's your favorite Rent song. That's my favorite, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, not a good movie because I wanted it to be better. It was advertised as werewolves set to the themes of Clue. And I oh. thought that that would be a really interesting mashup of movie genres but it did not uh-huh. deliver for me um Thanks. at all it was DiGiorno wasn't delivery yeah and I told Nick before we watched it I was like if this is another human in a wolf suit like serial killer movie by accident at the end <laughs> ending, I'm gonna if I have to see that kind of a movie again I am gonna be no. so mad and it wasn't that but it was mm-hmm. close enough to that that I was pissed <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. And if I know one thing, don't piss off this woman. Don't do yeah. it. Don't try. Don't She'll do come it. at you. Don't do it. Yeah, and now I'm don't pregnant, so it's it. even worse. Yeah, so, don't get out of here. Don't don't test me. No, I'm actually like the most I think I'm a pretty easygoing, nice yes, person. Yes, you are. Yes. And you I'm are. also pretty non confrontational. Yes. But that doesn't mean that I I don't get really ticked off about things yes i Um, agree i agree you i agree that like you are a very nice easy happy-go-lucky person for the most part um you have your opinions and you stick to them yeah um the olympics starts this week Mm -hmm. and the opening ceremonies are on friday Friday. very excited however i read a troubling headline today that they might cancel the olympics due to covid and there have been many to subway Due to Subway, Jared's there. They're like, get it. <laughs> Go home, Jared. What are you doing here? Um, no one asks you. No one wants you here. You think that you can they be in the women's gymnastics? all of Tokyo because of Jared. Yeah. They're closing it down. They're like, shut this shit down because Jared's here. And we don't know what he thinks he's going to compete in, but yeah. it's not women's gymnastics. And it's certainly not oh. going to be the the triathlon and he's he 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 has no height he can't lift his knees up that high so like you don't think he can do the hurdle shot put it's definitely not shot put it's probably not archery i i don't think that he can do beach volleyball i mean i just don't basketball no 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 shunt yeah I, i i don't know anyway um so so yeah, that that was upsetting this morning to see that that's po- a possibility. 
But Not because of Jared. They're actually... <laughs> no, they actually might cancel them um, because of COVID. And also, a lot of the athletes, apparently and allegedly, a lot of the are athletes... Are not vaccinated. Sure, but the ones that apparently we were told this morning by Savannah Guthrie, who is on... <laughs> <laughs> who is the only person I get my news by. Who is the only person who... She's in, she's in the Olympic village yeah. right now and she's right. interviewing she was interviewing Nastia Lukin this morning about the women's gymnastics team and the alternate that got COVID and the other athlete that was with her that is not COVID positive but who is isolating with her because she has to because she was in close mm. proximity with her and uh, apparently her and those two ladies and also not Nastia Lukin but the two athletes that we're on the women's gymnastics team, both alternates. Um, the tennis player from from America and also the two basketball players who have COVID, all four of them allegedly got both vaccine doses. Oh. Allegedly. I allegedly. Mean, that's what Savannah said. <laughs> well, some of them are saying that they're not getting it because they're worried it's going to yeah, affect their performances. Yes, yes. Um, so... So that's an interesting thing. Which, like, not being yeah. an athlete myself, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I can't I don't tell know. you. I other than being a fitness model now. But, like, yes. you know, other than <laughs> that. Exactly. Exactly. Huh? Um, so so I, I hope that they have the Olympics. Please do the opening ceremony. That's all I care yeah. about, really. Yeah, I hope that they have the Olympics for the sake of the fact that, that all of those people are there already. I know. And it really sucked to go all the way over there and not yeah. be able to do stuff. Um, but I also, on the flip side of things, like obviously want everyone to be safe right. and healthy and whatnot. But I don't know. I just think it's a big mess. They should, should have probably just canceled it again, to be honest with you. Shut it down. But one thing I thought that was very interesting is, do you know what it's, it's, it's in Tokyo, but, like, is it in, like, I don't know much about the geographic regions over there, but, like, is it in the center of Tokyo? Because Tokyo is a pretty big town, uh, city, right? Or, yeah, I think, like, it's all over. So, like, they're like, like volleyball's towns. on the water, yes. So, yeah. well, I don't know if Tokyo is then in charge of those municipalities or whatnot. Like, I'm not obviously sure how, how they run their, their stuff over there. But, um... I guess Tokyo would have been in charge and not the other countries who are, are there participating in um, the sustainability of their beds uh, in the Olympic Village because I saw today on the news that the yes. beds are all made out of cardboard. Cardboard. And mm -hmm. they're going to recycle them at the end of the games into recyclable products, paper products. Yep. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I did see that. I saw that in the New York Times email I got this morning. Mm -hmm. um, as if someone was playing a real-life game of Animal Crossing and crafted a cardboard bed. Yes, out of the exactly. Recipe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, they Tokyo is a very green city in that sense, and they've always kind of been ahead of the curve in terms of, sure. like, just, like, really functional, effective city living. I want to sure. go so badly one day. Um, yeah, that's, like... That's, I feel like I don't have a lot on my bucket list in terms of like where I want to travel, except Tokyo. Like that's yeah. the one place. So I, just Japan in general, but mostly Tokyo, I need to go. Because like 
so much of what I grew up with, all the games I like, the shows I watched, like came from there. So I kind of, I need to go and yeah. um, see it. So it won't be via the Olympics, clearly. I think I just missed the mark. If I only become a vegan sooner. If only. If only. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, but I, I hope it happens. Mm-hmm. The Olympics. I agree. And you becoming an Olympian. Thank you. Well, Thank you. One day. You never know. One day. You never know. I mean, if Jared can go. Anybody. Yeah. Maybe they'll do speed reading one day. Hey. Yeah. And then I'm here for it. You know what? I would be really good at competitive multitasking. Um, yeah. I'm really good at it. Like, just line up a bunch of people and have them talk about all different conversations. And I could write down what all the different conversations mm-hmm. are while still typing and listening to music and headphones. I, I heard you would also be good at the um, competitive shoulder hurl event, which yeah. is when you take pants and you throw them over your head yeah. Yeah. into a pile. Yes. At a, at a, at a very high velocity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just need to like add these sports into yeah. the Olympics or just create their own. It's fine. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or like per, like segways, not like like that, but like we are professionals. We are yeah. professional segwayists. Right. Um, exactly. We're actually um, the duos. Te- we we do the duos. Mm-hmm. We segue t- each other. Yeah, it's synchronized uh, segwaying. Actually, it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just want you to know that I already put up the episode like to so that it was organized and ready to go to like put it. And, and you're I put putting the as the title. I. I put the title as what is a wombat, but then now I'm thinking that it should really just be synchronized. Synchronized segue. Yeah, yeah cause obviously, because we just said that synchronized. Yeah, yeah. It's like we finish each other's sim kisses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, synchronized segue. Perfect. It's- you're getting a rare look into the behind the scenes of putting this podcast together into my mind you're getting a rare look into my mm-hmm. mind mm-hmm. how do you <laughs> no you okay no okay segwayist is not a word i would say well we're gonna make it a word i would say it's s-e-g-u i would put e in it s-g-u-e I-S-T-S. Okay, well, I just want you to know that my computer decided to just write segwayist segwayists. <laughs> <laughs> because it did. Great. Yeah, because the segway you ride is S-E-G-W-A-Y. Nice. But segway is S-E-G-U-E. S. Spell it again. S E G U U E E I S T S. I would put the E in there because the way we're saying it is we're saying the full word of segue and then going into the ists. If we were saying segwists, then I would take out the E. But who says segwist? That's just dumb. That's not even a word. That's not even a word. Sure. Yeah. I will say I spelt it like the vehicle. 
but it's okay. I, I changed it now that you just spelled it out loud because I wouldn't have figured Wait. it out and my brain can't function. It's, we it's, gotta go. it's about to shut down. Like making yep. all kinds of popping and clicking noises. I, I can hear it from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will I will end the podcast on on a special note that Alfie the yes. swan is a swan and uh, he's a swan and he's he's a special swan in that he's a he's a real jerk he's a jerk of a swan and he's been biting people and yelling at people and people throwing bread and he's like I don't want that swill Get don't feed bread to birds they it can't process it. It bloats yes. your stomach, and they could Don't actually... Do it. Just throw your bread out. Yeah, just throw it out. Also, I couldn't care less about birds most of the time, but, um, like, stories about birds. Like, I would never harm an animal, like, intentionally or... You anything. would never get close enough to a bird to do it harm. No. But I, they freak me out. I don't like them. But I can still admire their majesty and their, their pretty mm-hmm. feathers and whatever. But, like, if you're... A certain kind of bird just get get out of here but this this swan specifically it was an interesting story because he, as far as i can tell his side of the story is is as follows he was trying to protect his family he was with his wife and his little children and these people were harassing them him and he was like get out of here you human monsters right and so people said that he was nasty and apparently you don't have to protect an animal if it's not a native species to the area in which you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's so basically because he attacked. So like, be, I wouldn't have to be protected in New Hampshire because I'm not native to New Hampshire. Correct. So people. So someone could just like, throw me in jail. Yeah. Exactly. Well. Exactly. Yep. It's it's. It's everyone's right to find a Racine in New Hampshire and be like, <laughs> You're Come at me. get out of here. Um, yeah, so basically they wanted to kill this this swan because uh, they were like, we can. Um, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. The people of the town were not trying to kill the swan. They just uh, they actually protested. But like the animal control people were like, Got it. We could technically euthanize him because he's attacking people and he's aggressive and all this stuff. And the town and the mayor, like, people were petitioning to save Alfie the Got swan. Um, and then the local zoo decided to rehabilitate him when he got stuck during a storm somewhere and before his fate was decided. And then the mayor of the town, I don't remember what town it was, decided that he did not need to be killed and they spared him so it was a happy ending for alfie the swan and that's all and we don't want to give away the bakery because if we do Uh, we'll have nothing for alfie to eat because we're gonna make obviously now we're gonna make like swan conscious yeah good yeah yeah also if i say any more sentences they won't be sentences like it's just i don't know what else is going to come out because I have nothing. It might be a tirade. We just no, no. So to protect the ears of everyone, we just gotta. And to protect the legal, like legal things, we should just mm-hmm. go. Yeah, got we it. Go. We should just go because you don't know. It's it's all gobbledygook. You don't know. Yes, gobbledygook. 
it's yep yep so we're just gonna end things here uh you know next week matt is gonna have another another nephew i know my nephew's coming so soon i'm gonna send out positive vibes to my brother mostly my sister-in-law because she has to do the work but he's coming (laughs) this week he is coming this week so i'm very excited to meet him excited so excited Mm -hmm. but yes definitely by next week i will have a new nephew very exciting. I'm very excited. Best of luck to you. to Team Racine on on the baby on the on the baby birthing. Um, and wow, that was a great sentence. <laughs> you don't know what is going to come out after a certain point. I I, I said to I said to Matt. I said, listen, I'm done with work. I just walked in the door. I'm going to grab a mozzarella cheese stick and some crackers and we'll see what happens. But I should probably podcast before I take a nap. I agree. If I nap, if I sit somewhere for too long, the sleepiness will hit me. And and you don't want a post-nap podcast with Sam. No. Not good. The the grogginess is real. The grogginess is real. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. I agree. Yeah. So anyway, we'll end the podcast by saying what Matt always says. Eat fresh. It's not what I say. That's what that jamoke Jared used to what say. What a jamoke. What a jamoke. What a jabroni. What a jabron. What a jamoke. What a joke. Don't yep. come at us, please. <laughs> don't don't come at us. No, I always say peace, love, grapefruit. That's the one for sure. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see you next week. Great fruits. Thank you for listening to these nonsensical ramblings. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go take a nap. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, grapefruits. fruits.